another episode of Fountain City Sports Media, a podcast made by Kansas City fans for Kansas City fans. My name's Armando, aka Hot Take Mondo, and today I'm doing a solo podcast because Reese has something very important to do tomorrow, so he needs to get a lot of rest tonight. What is it that he's going to do, you ask? Visit me! He's coming to see me in Colorado Springs, and I'm so excited to tell him, you know what, Reese, get that rest because you have to take that flight from Dallas, from Kansas City to Dallas, then Dallas to Colorado Springs. Uh, why? I have no idea. Southwest, you know, I'm I'm calling out Southwest right now. Why, why do you do things like that? Why can't you just go from Kansas City to Denver and Denver to Colorado Springs? I mean, why, why do airlines make people do like zigzag, zunk? all those things to get to another place like like why can't an airline if it's headed if if the city is west why can't you take it to another west place to then go to the destination that you're going to like i know colorado springs is a small airport but the denver airport's huge why can't you just land in denver and then come down i don't get it i'm sure look Southwest makes a lot of money. Do I make a lot of money? Not really. Um, do I make any money when it comes to flight navigation? Absolutely not. So I get it. I probably don't know what's going on mathematically, scientifically here, but come on. Kansas City to Dallas to Colorado Springs? Why is there a flight from Dallas to Colorado Springs? I don't get it. Well, actually, that makes sense, but Anyway, so Reese has a long travel day tomorrow, but I'm so excited. He's coming to see me in Kansas City. That's right, the Reese Incarnate Bach Lesnar and Hot Take Mondo together. Not only that, but Reese is bringing his wife, Noelle, who is also a very good friend of ours. So we get to have like a double date fun time here. I'm really excited. A lot of great things. We're going to hit Pike's Peak. We're going to hit Garden of the Gods. We're going to go up to Denver and go to all the meccas of beer. That's right. I'm talking Bierstadt, probably Cerebral, our mutual friend. And for those that don't know, that's an actual brewery name. It's great. We're also going to go to Holla Daily Brewing. We've talked about this before. Holla Daily Brewing, Brewing is, I believe, the only, and if it's not the only anymore, it's the best gluten-free brewery in America. So we're very excited to go try all those things out and just have a good time. I haven't seen in a while. Um, I'm having a baby in f- about five weeks so it's just nice to have some friend times with my wife and myself, Noel and Reese. We're just we're gonna have a great time because then after there, after this week, it's it's gonna be kind of hectic here and just getting ready to have a child. It's my first one, so um, yeah, really excited. A lot of things going on in the Contreras household, but uh, very grateful for all that's going on. And not only do we have myself having a child, which is a momentous moment in someone's life. But we also have to juxtapose that another great Chiefs Chargers game. We love Chiefs Chargers game. I'm telling you, even if like even if we lost this game, I would still be grateful for the rivalry that we have with the Los Angeles Chargers. It's always a fun time. My heart's always beating. I'm always sweating. I'm always having a nice cold beer, and it's a wonderful time. Speaking about wonderful times, uh, if you love this podcast and you go, man, Armando always brings the fire. Reese always brings the fire. 
how can I help these two as they dive into their podcast venture? Well, you can donate on Patreon. That's right. You can find us at patreon.com slash SM, And there you can get some exclusive content from season zero. You can also see what Reese and the rad Russian Alex Nikolinko are up to. They are they are re-watching every single Fast and Furious out there. So if you donate on Patreon, again, only $2 a month. That's less than a quarter of a cup of coffee, an eighth of a pumpkin spice latte, one pumpkin spice latte that you can get at Starbucks. Just do that every month, and it really helps us out here. We're revamping. We are, uh, we're trying to get some sponsorships. We may do some collaborations with some other great chiefs analysts out there so stay tuned for all that content and even though even if that doesn't happen in the near future we put out an episode every single week we're almost at 120 episodes actually we could be at 130 episodes can you believe that 130 episodes of me screaming about our cornerbacks (laughs) or me screaming about um, well, I guess I scream about our friends in the text chain, but that's another story for another day. Uh, actually, we can talk about fantasy football as well. But anyway, go ahead and donate on Patreon if you can. It really does help us out here in Fountain City Sports Media. So thank you for all your help. And if you can't donate on Patreon, the least you can do is download this podcast. So as you're listening to the, this on whatever your podcast device is, there is also a download button that you can choose. And that actually helps us when we're looking for sponsorships as that is the content that they're looking for they're looking for podcasts that have high download rates so thank you for viewing it but also click the download button for us and if you can't do that say your phone is just filled up with chiefs content and already has so much fountain city sports media content on it then you can give us a like on instagram on facebook on twitter just type in fountain city sm or fcsm or fountain city sports media and you can find us on all of those social media platforms and we have a great time on there we're we are growing on instagram like crazy crazy right now Uh, and we won't tell you what our algorithm is but if you donate two dollars on patreon we will tell you our secret algorithm that we're doing to get followers don't worry nothing illegal nothing crazy just works it's just a couple of dudes grinding on social media making it work putting the lunch pail or whatever the old american saying is when people work hard because that's us So thank you again for all you do. Let's get right into the game today. Since it's just me, I'm not going to be reviewing a beer because that would be weird. Just me talking about a beer. Although I think I've done that before, but why don't we not do that? Why don't we just talk about the Kansas City Chiefs? Because the Kansas City Chiefs are amazing. They are 2-0. After Thursday night's game, they were uh, the best team in the NFL per record because they were the first ones to play in week two. (laughs) Ha ha ha. But let's go right into the game the kansas city chiefs beat the los angeles chargers 27 to 24 on a thursday night um amazon prime actually wasn't that bad i actually really enjoyed it it made me watch the uh the the ring of power or i don't even know what it's called but the, but the lord of the rings uh spinoff that's on amazon prime i honestly would not have known about it um uh, because i watch youtube tv when i watch tv and they usually don't promote amazon prime like series um so i saw like 40 commercials for it and i was like man this doesn't look too bad and it's actually really good so um i guess uh, amazon prime if you're hearing this if this if this hits your algorithm uh look we are advertising for you pay us some money 
but yeah, you should check it out because it's actually really good. The Lord of the Rings spinoff. I think it's called Rings of Power. Um, so I guess that's all I got from the Amazon Prime night. But no, it was a lot of fun. It was it was good. Uh, I don't know if I would prefer it over an ESPN, over an NBC, over an ABC. Uh, but it was good. Liked it. And of course, I loved it because it was an incredible game that we had. So like I said, Chiefs win 27-24. And what an amazing game. Here's Where should we start? You know what? Let's start with the Watson twins. The Jay Watson twins. No, they're not related. But it's just funny that we have two Watsons on the team. And I complained about it in the preseason. I said, I said, Andy, Andy Reid, Brett Veach, why would you do this to us? As I'm trying to figure out like everyone's name, we have two Watsons. And not only are they two Watsons, but they begin with the same first letter of their first name, Jay. So that really messed me up when we talked about them in the in the preseason because they both showed strokes of genius in those games. And boy, when it mattered the most against one of the best teams in the AFC, our rival in the AFC West, both of them showed up. Let's talk about the star of the game, Jalen Watson, the cornerback replacing Trent McDuffie this week. So Trent McDuffie went down with an injury. He's going to be out for about six weeks, which was absolutely brutal because those that watch week one against the Cardinals, Trent McDuffie was targeted zero times. Okay, I know we don't like Cliff Kingsbury, but Cliff must have seen something during the preseason that mortified him about Trent McDuffie. So the respect that a NFL coach is giving Trent McDuffie in week one already told me that, you know what, this guy's built different. This guy is going to lead this defense. This guy is a playmaker. So when I heard he was out for six weeks, boy, was I upset. And boy, was I upset when I heard that Jalen Watson was coming in after we had gotten rid of Charvarius Ward. We got rid of Mike Hughes. We got rid of um, Lonnie Johnson all these guys who are veterans that know how to play yet we're putting in a rookie against Mike Williams against Justin Herbert against uh, Palmer James Palmer I know like James Palmer is not a huge name but you put anybody on that wide receiving core with Justin Herbert they're going to have a great game so I was worried from the jump that Jalen Watson was going to start for the Kansas City Chiefs against the Los Angeles Chargers but what happened Jalen Watson showed up. I mean, that dude is amazing. He played college at Ventura College. I don't even know where Ventura is, but apparently it's somewhere, and apparently people saw that he was good. I mean, what an amazing game from a rookie in a very difficult matchup. He was a seventh-round pick for us in the NFL draft this year. Uh, Jalen Watson also during college was working at Wendy's for his mom to make money. I mean, this dude didn't think that he was going to make the NFL. And look at him now. A star. He showed up in the brightest moment in the fourth quarter. He has an interception and runs for a touchdown for 99 yards. Justin Herbert plays hurry-up offense. Gerald, Gerald Everett, his tight end, was a little gassed. Jalen Watson was behind Gerald Everett. If I'm looking from Justin Herbert's vantage point, I couldn't see Jalen Watson, honestly, because he was right behind him. And I probably would have made that throw, too. But what Justin was doing was Justin was trying to throw away and throw down so that Gerald Everett can catch it without any contention. 
But again, I don't think Justin saw Jalen behind Gerald because Gerald's actually pretty big. I actually like Gerald Everett. Uh, those of you that play fantasy, he's actually a really good pickup because right now, fantasy points, he's ranked like four or five. But again, I don't know about the health of Justin Herbert. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, so Justin Herbert, I think I think he didn't see him because he throws the ball. Jalen Watson comes from behind Gerald Everett, catches that ball, and boy, does that dude run. He is fast. He was athletic, he was agile, and he goes all the way for a touchdown to honestly solidify that game for us. I know we have the the Justin Watson touchdown, but that was the defining moment, defining, defining, but I wanted to emphasize it, so I made it on the wrong syllable. Oh, well, defining moment of the game. So congratulations to Jalen Watson. I also have a little stat for you about Jalen Watson, our new star cornerback. So when we talk about Jalen Watson, here's a stat for you. Mike Williams had an amazing day, right? I mean, we'll talk about that later probably. Mike Williams, eight receptions, 113 yards for one touchdown. I mean, that dude, that dude. I've always been upset with our cornerbacks and how we pick corners because they're always so small in comparison to these guys like Mike Williams, like like Mike Evans. Why do all these Mikes, why are they so tall? Anyway, these guys one-on-one, like no one can beat them with our cornerbacks. But you know who actually did a really good job? Jalen Watson with Mike Williams on him. Or sorry, with Jalen Watson on Mike Williams, he only caught two passes for 13 yards. That's right. He was also, in the entire game, Jalen Watson was targeted eight times and only allowed three receptions for 25 yards. And like I said, two of those were Mike Williams for 13 yards. So I am very excited to have Jalen Watson replace Trent McDuffie for the time being. Next week, we're playing the Colts. Lol, RIP, Rad Russian, Alex. <laughs> Oh, the Colts are so bad. Oh my gosh. Hall of Fame quarterback Matt Ryan is so bad. Frank Reich can't even use whatever his name is. JTT. He can't even use Jonathan Taylor. Last week, who did they even play? Did they play the Falcons or something? I'll go back. I'm not even going to edit this because I just think it's so funny. Uh, Colts are so bad. So anyway, so Jalen Watson's going to have a great game, hopefully, against whoever is going to be a wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts because uh, I don't even know what the health looks like for Michael Pittman or for Alec Pierce. Um, so have fun. Uh, who's their other guy? Uh, Paris Campbell. Have fun, Paris Campbell. No, 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 but in all seriousness, I'm very excited to have Legereus Sneed, cornerback one, Jalen Watson, cornerback two. And then when Trent McDuffie comes back, we have Jalen Watson going into the three that has already proven that this dude is a dog. Congratulations, Jalen Watson. The second Watson we bring up is Justin Watson. Tom Brady, what were you thinking? Look at Tom Brady trying to find people to replace um, Chris Godwin. Mike Mike Evans is out with suspension. Look at him trying to find people. I, I think they just signed Cole Beasley today. Tom Brady, you got rid of Justin Watson? That dude is fast. That dude was matched up against J.C. Jackson when he made that incredible 41-yard catch touchdown that Patrick and by the way go, everyone go back and watch that 
I know we look at Patrick Mahomes and we go, oh, well, he does those things. But look at Tua. Oh, my gosh. Tua's amazing. Look at him throw to two people on the team. And I know I'm going to have people come back. Well, look at Patrick Mahomes. He only threw to Tyreek and he only threw to Travis Kelsey. Well, look, he just threw to Justin Watson. He just beat the L.A. Chargers with Justin Watson. Go back and look at that review. Or sorry, replay. Go back and look at the replay. Dude is pressured in the pocket time after time after time after time in the fourth quarter. And Patrick Mahomes collapses, goes forward, throws on the opposite foot, and throws a bomb to Justin Watson and trusts Justin Watson against J.C. Jackson. Who's J.C. Jackson again? I forget. I hope the Chargers aren't paying him a lot of money. Oh, they are? Uh oh. And he just came off of ankle surgery? Uh oh. Look, Chargers are great. The Chargers defensive line, and we'll t- actually I'll talk about this soon, but let's let's give Justin Watson his time and then I'll talk about the Chargers. Um, but I just want to bring up JC Jackson. Whoops. Whoops. I, I ain't I ain't very afraid of of JC Jackson if Justin Watson's gonna beat him on a momentous what was that? I think it was even the fourth I think it was a fourth down. No, no, it wasn't. No, I think it was. But it was it was towards the end of the game, right? Where you're supposed to be locked in. And if you're an elite corner, if you pride yourself as being one of the best corners in the NFL, you're not gonna let a guy that Tom Brady let go from the box beat you to win the game in an AFC West division where every game matters. And you let this dude beat you? JC who? Yeah, you're gonna remember the name Justin. Watson we're so excited to have Justin Watson here and like again this is what I'm talking about with Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes we were like okay Juju Smith-Schuster is wide receiver one there is no wide receiver one on the Kansas City Chiefs there's Travis Kelsey and there's everybody else which is great that's the way that it's built because you don't know who's going to step up we knew last year it's going to be Tyreek and it's going to be Travis and the Bills are going to scheme to stop both of them. The Bengals are going to scheme to stop both of those guys. Okay, the Chargers also scheme to stop both of those guys. You can't scheme anymore. If you play press man, we're going to beat you. If you play zone, we're going to beat you. Play cover 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, we're going to beat you. Juju Smith-Schuster has three targets today for 10 yards. Did it matter? No, it did not matter. McCall Hardman, four targets. Noah Gray, three targets. Jody Fortson, one target. CEH, four targets. Valdez Scantley. Seven targets, right? So every week, it's going to be someone different. And you're not going to know. And you're not going to know how to stop us. Because we can beat you. And this game proved that we can beat you anyway. I think that the Chargers defensive line is the best defensive line in the NFL. And the best defensive line that we have seen since the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl win. Yes, let's go down that lane. I'll give you some time. Go grab a beer. Go pour your bourbon. Go get a pumpkin spice latte vodka drink. Okay, you're back. 
Let's go back and revisit that Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl. What was what was the hardest thing to do, everyone? Throw the ball against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, Patrick Mahomes was wrecked that game. And he looked bad. He looked scared. There were moments in this game where Patrick Mahomes looked scared. I'm going to say that. There were times in the third quarter you where, where Amazon Prime panned to Patrick Mahomes. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes say the F word so many times. Couldn't hear him, but I can see what he was saying. And I've never seen him curse that much. And boy, every time he couldn't get a play because he had zero time because that defensive line was rushing four and four only. And they were getting to Patrick Mahomes. They didn't sack him. They only sacked him once, and it was in the beginning of the game. But they were getting to him. I don't know what the QB pressures were, but it was a lot. That defensive line is amazing. Really, really, really good. I don't care that it was only one sack, right? There's more to football than the stats. And they looked very good. But the difference between this game and the Super Bowl was that Patrick Mahomes was able to overcome that fear. Patrick Mahomes didn't just put his hands up. And not that he not that he gave up in the Super Bowl. I don't want to say that he gave up in the Super Bowl, but from quarter one to quarter four, there was nothing different. Nothing different happened. But in this game, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes persevered. And he stayed in the pocket. You remember when you remember like back in the day, right? Back in the day, a couple years ago, Patrick Mahomes would fly out of the pocket, even when there was no pressure. Patrick Mahomes in pressure, the best defensive line the NFL coming at him, stayed in the pocket. And he found people with their routes. Nothing improved. There was a couple improv- improvisations, which were great, right? We saw the rollout on uh, first and goal, second and goal. He, he pitches it over to Jared McKinnon. That stuff's tough, right? It's tough, to, it's tough to beat Patrick Mahomes when that happens. But then you add a defensive line that's coming at Patrick Mahomes all the time, staying in the pocket, and then just like moving a little bit forward when the pocket collapses to then throw to Justin Watson against J.C. Jackson. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is, this is a new Kansas City Chiefs, everyone. And get used to it. Get used to it. I talked about in the first week. I said, you can't beat us anyway after we mortified the Arizona Cardinals. And then in the beginning of the Ravens-Cardinals game, I said, huh, maybe the Cardinals are bad. And then look at him. Look at, look at Kyler Murray coming back beating Lamar Jackson. Look at that. Look at that guy. Shout out, shout out to Kyler Murray. Oh, man, because they looked awful in that first half. I was saying, I, I, was saying, I can't wait. For hard knocks I can't wait I it'll be the first time in hard knocks history that uh that someone gets fired on live tv well I don't know it's not live tv but you know what I mean live footage of someone getting fired in the NFL how cool will that be I was like they're they're gonna get more views than the red wedding at game of thrones if Cliff Kingsbury gets fired on hard knocks how cool would that be but I don't think that's going to happen anymore because Kyler Murray looked great. He looked great. I know I'm going on a tangent right now. Why was I saying that? Oh, yeah, because the Cardinals sucked in week one. <laughs> Cardinals sucked. So I was, I was saying uh, uh, that the Chiefs had an emphatic win against the Cardinals. And we looked, you know, like, like the dream team, like the greatest show on turf. And even though we didn't look like that, we persevered and we showed that we're dogs. 
Patrick Mahomes is a dog. And Patrick Mahomes can go up against some of the most talented defensive players and he's still going to have a great game. And he's still going to jump out of the pocket and find things. He's still going to stay in the pocket and find people. He's still going to find a guy like Justin Watson and beat you and beat the LA Chargers. So again, what an impressive game. And regardless of the win, just what a what a fun time to be a Chiefs fan. And and what a fun time to watch football. Um our our old friend Oracle on 39th Street messaged after the game and said, I can't believe we get to see this one more time, at least. Right? Chargers Chiefs. What a fun time. What a fun time to be an NFL fan. What a fun time to watch football and to see Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert go at it every single season. This is this is so fun. I'm I'm so I'm so fired up. So fired up. Patrick Mahomes even though I said he went up against the best defensive line in the NFL, 24 for 35, 235 yards, two touchdowns, only one sack, but zero interceptions. After two games, Patrick Mahomes is on pace for another 5,000-plus yard season with 60 touchdowns, and because he's had zero interceptions, zero interceptions. I mean, this, this dude's a dog, man. I'm so excited, so glad to be here. Speaking of being here, is Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert the best NFL divisional rivalry in NFL history? I guess I could have said that better, but you know what I mean. Let's go back into history. Do, 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 do. The only rivalry that I can think of that would be similar or possibly better would be Randall Cunningham and Troy Aikman in the 90s. Like We're talking early 90s. Eagles Cowboys I think that I think that that would be comparable but I don't know if that surpasses Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes Justin Herbert okay this is a Chiefs podcast but Kansas City fans you know we have to give Justin Herbert his due even if you would have beat us, I would have to give him his due because I have in the past. Go back and listen to our Chiefs, Chiefs Chargers episodes where he's beat us. He, in fact, he's beat us twice at Arrowhead. This is the first time he's lost an Arrowhead. Go back and I always respect him. Always. I think he's an incredible quarterback. I wouldn't say that he's the second best quarterback in the NFL. I still think that's Josh Allen. But boy, is he moving up. Justin Herbert is moving up that rank. Aaron Rodgers looks good, but Justin Herbert is young and could also surpass him. I think he, he might look better this year. Now, of course, he got rocked. Justin Herbert got rocked. and But but that dude was a dog. Like We knew that he had fractured something. I believe he fractured a cartilage in his rib cage. And for those of you that don't know about cartilage fractures, they are tough. How do I know this? Because I heard someone else talk about it. I know nothing. I'm, I'm a... I'm a Kansas City fan for Kansas City fans. I don't know anything about that. I, I I have some students at my college that take organic chemistry, and that's as close as I am to being a doctor. So not very close, not very close. But anyway, I know that a fractured cartilage is bad. <laughs> that's bad, and that hurts. And Justin Herbert threw probably one of the one of the best throws I've ever seen live. Just like there, there was zero percentage of error in that throw if he would have thrown it one percent error he wouldn't have made that throw there it would have been interception or would it like it was it was in such it was in the tightest window you can ever have in the nfl 
and he threw that after just being in mortified pain. There was a third and one, and he threw it out. He had a lane. He could have just ran out of bounds with the ball and would have had the first down, and he couldn't do it. He threw a, he threw the ball away and just had to stop running because he was in so much pain on a third and one. And and Justin Herbert's a dog. Woof woof. That guy's a dog. And he couldn't he he, he couldn't convert on a third third and one wide open to just run out. So you knew that dude was in pain. And after that, throws one of the greatest throws I've ever seen. Yeah, that dude is special. This division rivalry is the best in NFL history. History. Russell Wilson, sorry, buddy. You had a good first game, I guess. I mean, you narrowly beat... No, you lost, sorry. You lost the Seahawks. Had a good game, but you narrow, You lost to the Seahawks. Like, Russell Wilson, sorry, dude. Bye-bye. Derek Carr... Bye, freaking bye. Great weapons. Incredible weapons. Darren Waller, grab him in fantasy if you can. Devontae Adams, sell the farm for Devontae Adams. He's gonna have a he's gonna have an amazing fantasy year. Derek Carr? Nah. Ain't it. Josh McDaniels? Ain't it. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. That is the way of the future. Get ready, Kansas City fans, because this is just amazing. I'm so I'm so fired up. So fired up other things to talk about not much left we, we, we talked about a lot last thing was the defense our defensive line actually looked kind of good in the first half not so good zion johnson who are you you shut down chris jones that was amazing quarters one and two chris jones couldn't do a thing against rookie zion johnson of boston college what a guy. What a what a grab from the Chargers first round pick. I couldn't believe it. I mean, and like like Chris Jones got big this uh this offseason because we told him we're like, okay, you're in the interior now. You ain't you're not gonna play defensive end anymore. You're 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 gonna play tackle. So he got big, but Zion Johnson got bigger. That dude stopped him. And one of the pivotal moments in the game was when Chris Jones left the right side and went to the left side and matched up against another guy and abandoned Zion Johnson. Then, only then, did Chris Jones get to Justin Herbert and had himself a day, almost had a safety to kind of solidify the game at the end of, uh, and, and end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter. But Chris Jones looked great. George Karloftis looks amazing. Carlos Dunlap looked very good as well. I don't know if I would I would put Carlos Dunlap over Melvin Ingram and how well he had done for us last year, but I really like this Carlos Dunlap signing. To have him in the rotation, to have him making big plays. Um, also a little skinnier dude, a little faster as well. And a veteran on that defensive line with Chris Jones to kind of help season George Karloftis, to help him, you know, get into the zone, the auto zone. I just, I don't know. I just want to say that. Um, but to get into the zone, Nandi having a game, Mike, Mike Dan actually looking pretty good as well. This is a really good defensive rotation. We're not elite. We did not look like the LA chargers defensive line, but we look good. So I was very happy with that. And we, and we stopped the run. Austin Eckler, one of the best running backs in the NFL had only 39 yards on the ground. That's great. That's wonderful. Mike Williams still owns us. Mike Williams, 
on the back of his Ferrari or whatever he has, it should say owner of the Kansas City Chiefs cornerbacks, except for Jalen Watson. Boy, that would be a long vanity plate. But I bet that's not taken in L.A. But yeah, he just he 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 owned us and uh, always has. In fact, one of the first games that Reese and I saw together was a Chargers Chiefs game in 2018, <laughs> when it was like Traverius Ward's like second season. Rashad Fenton was a figment of our imagination the way he is now, and then we have the famous doo doo one, doo doo two what Mike Williams called both them at the end of the game and what I always referred to whenever the cornerbacks looked awful. And look, Mike Williams is just huge. Like, uh, and unless unless we get a 6-3, corner that is fast, that is jacked, then I don't think we're ever going to stop Mike Williams. And I guess it's fine because we still won. But uh, yeah, Mike Williams, you're really good. You're really good. You can be wide receiver one. You can be wide receiver two when Keenan Allen comes back. I mean... Justin Herbert just has great weapons over there. But we stopped the run. We stopped the run. Nick Bolton looked amazing. Nick Bolton is the guy. Willie Gay also looked very good. And unfortunately, he is going to be out with suspension. I won't get into that because there's a lot of legal um, issues there that I don't want to dive into right now. Um, so we'll see what happens with our linebacking core. But it's great that we have Nick Bolton running the show there with the linebackers. Defense looks for formidable. Dare I say, almost above average now. Not really there yet. We got we got a big stretch after the Colts. Um, after that Colts win, let's see what we got. Yes, I already called the win, by the way. <laughs> yeah, after the Colts, boy, is it tough. It's Bucks, Raiders, Bills. Woo-wee! But then we got a little bit of a break. Then we got 49ers, Titans, who don't look good. The Jags don't look good. Back to the Chargers, and then Rams, Bengals, Broncos, Texans, who don't look good. Seahawks, Broncos. Yeah, actually, the rest the rest of the season looks really good. We just have a really hard three-game stretch. Bucks, Raiders, Bills. So, yeah, that's going to be tough. Um, speaking about looking ahead, yep, we got the Colts next week, 11 a.m. on Sunday. Actually, 11 a.m. for me. It's going to be noon for all you in Kansas City. Yeah, that's going to be easy. It's going to be an easy game. Jonathan Taylor. I don't care if Jonathan Taylor has 200 yards. We're going to win. Hall of Fame quarterback Matt Ryan. Lol. Good luck, dude. (laughs) Ah, The Colts suck. Anyway, I think that's all I have today. Why don't we end on that? The Colts suck. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I can't wait for a Kansas City Chiefs win against the Indianapolis Colts. Maybe we can get the Rad Russian on to talk to us because we all know that he is the biggest Jonathan Taylor fan and Indianapolis Colts fan in Kansas City. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to this. This is a lot of fun. I'm so fired up with this Kansas City Chiefs team. We are, yeah, hot take mondo. We are the best team in the NFL, and we have shown that through two weeks. We are better than the Bills. The Bills have played two awful teams. We're the best right now. Thanks for listening. Let's go Chiefs. We'd like to thank you for joining us today on Fountain City Sports Media. This podcast is brought to you by listener support, so consider becoming a friend of the podcast. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash FCSM to gain access to premium content including outtakes, bonus episodes, and exclusive beer reviews.
Check out our website at FountainCitySportsMedia.com for more info on the podcast, social media, and of course, goings on in the beer industry. Special thanks to bands Carswell and Hope and Like a Tiger for providing our intro and outro themes. And as always, I'm Reese, and alongside my good friend Armando, we thank you for tuning in to Fountain City Sports Media. <laughs>